Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What up, guys? I'm Emily. And I'm Lisa. And we are the Conscious Collaboration. How you doing, Emily? I'm great. How you doing? Good. I've just been reminiscing about all our really great episodes lately and all the cool people we've and the wizards we've had around us. Reminiscing, huh? Yeah. Right. I'm going to Harry Potter World uh, this weekend. So <gasps> maybe we'll find some of our wizard friends that we haven't yet met. <laughs> Every day, every day is like Harry Potter world. <laughs> every day. It's like, it's like a little Hogwarts up in here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So to that point today, I thought it might be fun for us to do an energy check-in for the collective and divine from the ancient Yi Jing, which yeah. as you know, Emily, we do at the beginning of every one of our episode preps with our guests. Um, what do you think about that, by the way? Cause I know I kind of like inflicted that on you. But no, I think it's awesome. Um, I, you, I was willing, um, to be inflicted upon. And of course I already know this, but I think it's cool and hilarious how every guest that we have on after words, cause they then of course participate in the, in the sort of pre <laughs> pre reading and they're all amazed at how accurate and how like, relevant to whatever the topic is, um, the reading comes up as. So that that's always pretty amusing to kind of see people's first uh, first reaction to their experience of the aging. I love that they're all so accepting and they just kind of go with us on it. But I, I think really what's cool is a lot of our gold nuggets and our conversations have been brought together in doing that mm-hmm. work. So like the Yi Jing, um, as listeners may or may not be aware, it's um, an ancient book at the root and foundation of feng shui, and it's an environmental study of the elements and the traits and the natures of each of the five earthly elements and how they interact with nature around, and then drawing upon that inferring um, the relationship of humans with their environments, threats, and opportunities. And when we're divining of the Yi Jing, which is something that a lot of practitioners do, and a lot of um, you know uh, in the um, in the mental health world, um, Carl Jung is one that's known to be using um, the Yi Jing, um, and I imagine other modern day practitioners. It's a way to release the ego from assessing a situation, and it gives you a higher up lens, an overall arching view. And it brings about that um, that random randomness. So when we're tossing coins, or like we're doing today, and like I use I use cards in the podcast, um, when we bring about that randomness, and how some of the so we're looking for the energies, and in this case, a card to present itself for us to read into. Um, it's not something that I control or manipulate. It's just total random, but it always speaks exactly to what the situation is at hand. And then I'm looking for an energy or an outcome energy. Um, And it really helps us to refine all of the mental clutter that we may have around a situation and give us some focus 
Um, and again, like I said, clarity and motivational drive to see how we might be able to best move forward. So what I'm going to do today is consult of the ancient aging. What is the energy surrounding the collective and our listeners um, listening to us right now as it pertains to life and business? And what can we draw upon in moving forward in this upcoming um, week? So it doesn't matter when you receive this, let's wipe away all timelines. Whenever you receive this, whatever is coming up in the upcoming week um, is how you will, um, and, and what you hear of the Yijing is how you will know to move forward with clarity and ease and joy amongst all the distractions that are going on. Mm -hmm. So is that a good way to sum it up, Emily? Anything I yeah. should add? Okay. I don't think so. That's, cool. that's so. part of Lisa's wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> so mm -hmm. everyone's coming along with us into this Hogwarts. I'm right now shuffling the cards. I just want to do like lightning fingers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that helps, <laughs> I think. So what is the energy around the collective um, at, in this time? And what do we need to know moving forward? Um, thank you. So, and it's funny how cards just fly out. I'm just looking for two to jump out. So the first card to jump out is the Wanderer, hexagram number 56 for those that are playing along at home. And I do have a lot of fellow feng shui listeners out there. It's the energy of fire above and mountain below. Really beautiful imagery. And I'll pop the card up here. I am using um, the Yijing from Paul O'Brien, if anyone wants to take a look. And he uses beautiful intuitive artwork. He's collaborated with an artist that's able to um, create these energies in that form. So Emily, anything come to mind intuitively of, of this energy? Yep. Um, it immediately reminded me of the campfire that we were talking about last week yeah. uh, in Shahar and Michael's episode. Um, so that uh, controlled fire on top of a grounded um, foundation. I see that. Yeah. And I didn't see that initially, but I see it's grounded, it's protected um, and it has a controlled fire. Exactly and just even right. before you showed the card, when you mm -hmm. said fire, fire above mountain below, mm -hmm. that's just what I thought of. Beautiful. Yeah. It's not, it's not taking down all the trees in the area. It's, it's burning safely on that rock. All right. So we're looking for what do we need to know moving forward? So we can access clarity and joy in our journey. And I love, I do love hexagram 56. It's the energy of the wanderer for so many reasons. Um, I like you and I, whenever we get this, we always talk about that Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> mm, yes. RIP. <laughs> Loved him. Yeah. It's that, you know, going somewhere else to an unknown, I'll, I'll delve into it a little bit more, but going to that unknown land to find that grandma and that family and learning really woo, with respect to the rich history and the culture and the practices mm -hmm. and eating of course right and the food let's not forget and the, the food. food but that encompasses so much of culture okay so the second energy of treading carefully is what we have to look forward to and will give us some uh, guide points and uh, suggestions on how we can move forward so that energy, again, uh, sky above and lake below is hexagram number 10. 
So anything come to mind in this imagery? Um, not so much with the imagery, but I don't know how relevant this is. You'll understand why I'm laughing in a second. Um, <laughs> but whenever, whenever I hear like tread carefully or the actual line is tread lightly, um, I am a huge fan of Breaking Bad. That was like, that's like my favorite show yes. ever in history. And <laughs> when uh, there's just like, there's a really um, poignant part, I guess, where uh, uh, Walter is basically um, admitting who he has become to Hank his brother-in-law without actually admitting it. But he says, you know, if, if I am who you think I am, tread lightly. Oh. <laughs> so I think of Breaking Bad, but that's probably not <laughs> all that relevant to, well, it's um, important what we have that to look bring forward to in the future. I hope not. <laughs> I hope I really it might do. <laughs> have something to do with, um, we might be able to find a way to segue in what you're describing. So there's a lot going on in the human interaction world. So we're looking at um, heaven or universe energy. Then we're looking at the interaction within the environment and then interpersonal reaction as well. And so there's a lot. I of made a connection already. Happening. Oh, you did already? I had a light bulb. <laughs> you want to say it before I jump in? Uh, sure. Um, okay. So it has a little bit to do with like astrology, I guess, and, and um, Mars being in Gemini right now, Mars moving out of Gemini into Cancer. And I actually was watching something yesterday and kind of got some, some uh, words that, that resonated. And the reader was talking about um, how Mars being in Gemini had helped us to just really um, speak and act in like just full unbridled truth basically and it, you know no people pleasing and so basically uh you know anybody who who tries to approach things in like a shady or a shifty manner yeah. um you know we've we've been able to just uh openly and unapologetically like like cut that out so in a way um you know uh identifying those who might not have our best interests at heart or even the interest of the greater good and treading lightly around those people Ooh, or I like just, that. you know removing them from our lives so i like that i think that's yeah. actually very relevant so that's a, a good practice that you brought into kingpins then it's time to Cut them out. <laughs> you don't know the combination of experiences that the person, the person or people that you're interacting with have um, created. So mm -hmm. it's we're not aware of each other's forces in the interaction. And I think mm -hmm. what's really cool about the wanderer energy, it, it does make you think about traveling, traveling to a new place, a new country, a place you've never been. But it can also be a new experience. It can be a new interaction. It could be a new layer level of self that you're entering into. So the overall energy of that we're in right now, as you're listening, um, seasoned travelers know the special decorum 
that is called for when venturing far from home. They must develop a more yielding personality so that their local contact or host can open doors and pave the way. Inwardly, the wanderer notes that it is sometimes difficult to discern the intentions of strangers, just like mm. you're talking about. So, <laughs> so right on point uh, in a different, unique way. And I think that's important to recognize that you had these things come to your intuition that you're bringing. Um, exactly what we're doing in Divining of the I Ching is releasing our ego and any attachments that we have um, to what's at hand. So any inferences that we take from this can be used in our interpersonal, personal lives and business. So it talks about um, when we're trying to discern the intentions of strangers. Are they hostile or friendly or merely opportunistic? At the Conscious Collaboration Podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder recover faster and sleep better with Atapa red light therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15, that's C-O-L-L-A-B-15, for a discount on your device. So as we were talking about, you know, whether we are being welcomed with by someone who has hostile intentions or friendly or opportunistic intentions, that shapes how we are also showing up if we're smart, right? Yeah, because it's not always surface level and often it's kind of opposite of surface level. Another reader I like always talks about... Um, and he's talking about these these concepts uh, in names that we understand, but in the with the caveat that we as humans kind of put human characteristics on these bands of energy. They're not actually. So he's talking about like he's talking about devil energy and angel energy, right? Mm. Things that are associated with certain tarot cards whatever, but, but they're not, we're not actually talking about like Satan and angels, right. Or Marvel right. comic book characters. We <laughs> sort of put those characteristics on these energy bands, but he always talks about how often like people think that devil energy is going to be the outwardly like offensive energy mm. and the angel energy would be the nice and, you know, openly loving energy but often it looks opposite on the surface because actually angel energy is meant to trigger you so angel energy if we do put a human character on it is more like you know the scruffy dude at the bar um drinking straight whiskey and smoking a cigarette and cussing and but he's going to sort of trigger you or point point something out about you that needs to be um, addressed or yeah. looked at. Whereas the devil energy, because it wants to um, 
it wants to bind you, right? It wants to attach to you. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually doesn't want to ruffle the feathers on the surface. Oh, it wants to flatter you and, you know, make you dependent on it. Mm -hmm. So again, sometimes the hostile energy, if we are not discerning, can actually be what on the surface appears to be the nice and flattering energy, if that makes sense. So that's where the discernment comes in and you have to actually kind of feel the situation and feel the energy of the person and determine whether their intentions are um, authentic or not. Yeah. So I, I like that you bring up the um, the obvious or like the fearful triggers that take you back to something that you can clearly um, go back to a reference of trauma, but then there's positive triggers too that are meant to grow you and stretch you and evolve you. And I, that's come up quite a few times or they can feel negative right like they right, right, like right. triggers usually don't feel good but right it it it's always indicating something that needs to be healed in yourself well okay so another i'm just going to draw another reference here on like a journey that i'm on like the traveling wanderer journey so mm-hmm. in our in our workout routine yeah sure i know it's challenging on my journey to pick up heavy weights and put them back down and but now are very doing, triggering to you. <laughs> it's very triggering to me. And, but I know it's positive and it's for growth and expansion mm-hmm. in a positive way. And now I'm doing the nutrition and that, mm-hmm. so that's a, that's another um, positive trigger in a way too. Like, uh, well, it's a positive influence, but like doing that work um, anyway, it's um, yeah. So I'm going to delve a little bit further and I think we'll tie this all together with a bow quite nicely, actually. So there's oh. twin houses of mystery and discovery. Those are the houses that rule any journey that we take. Mm. Um, again, really important to have that positive curiosity um, to come with you and that grace and openness um, and that discernment that we just brought up. Each new day is launched on a fresh landscape, one that reaches out and grabs our, atten- our attention. Travels a great teacher and a great equalizer. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now the imagery of the fire above and the mountain below also makes even more sense, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because to be a wanderer, to be a traveler, you have to have that, that forward moving masculine fire energy. But if you're just like, pow, 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 just like impulsively doing, you know, everything that strikes your fancy in that moment, then you're likely to end up um, in a, in a tread lightly kind of situation in a hostile situation. So it has to be a grounded forward movement. So in a a lot of energy work, Yes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of energy work and in, in feng shui, we are looking for our energy to be meandering. And in that image of the wanderer to get up, to traverse that mountain, you have to take a lot of switchbacks. And mm-hmm. in one direction, you may see the campfire in another, you may not. But if you were to try to directly source to the fire, well, first of all, it's going to be harder. You're more likely to fall off a cliff, um, get stuck in something. It would be could quite possibly a fight terrible. with a mountain goat. <laughs> yeah I, I just saw something on Instagram where like someone was climbing up a mountain I don't know if you sent it to me or someone else and like a bear 
like jumped over the person climbing up the mountain. Did yeah, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Was it the one where they had to push the black bear kind of like <laughs> yes. down the side in Japan yeah. or something? It was a really yeah. aggressive black bear. Yes. Yeah, yes. that was pretty terrifying. And he had to growl at the bear to get the bear to stay Yeah, down. he was he was making like crazy. I mean, that's what you would do, I guess. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you. you yeah, that have- was terrifying. That was really terrifying. But so anyway, so like the switchbacks that you take and being the wanderer, um, you know, is an important part of the journey and that meandering um, in feng shui, we want to have a controlled flow and a meandering versus a rushing or anything too young or too direct or too masculine, as we were talking about um, in our discussion with Shahar and Michael. So um that travel makes it a great equalizer, I think is really cool too. Um, there's an art to living to be able to survive on this path. And mm-hmm. it requires this increased caution and discernment. And I think also a lot of welcome and welcomeness and flexibility. Uh, mm-hmm. Sincereness. I mean, you might not speak the same language as the people around you. So it requires, God forbid... Mm-hmm eye contact with people (laughs) so you can try to Mm -hmm. understand what they're saying. Um, And that takes you out of your comfort zone a great deal. And um, it's not always the onset of a great journey is not, well, it's very rarely easy. Um, It's, it requires all heightened senses. You might be like, you know, in this energy, as you're listening to this right now, you might feel like oversensitized, like alert in all senses. And, um, so you might, at this time, you might be entering into an actual journey or travel. You might be starting a new job. You might be, um, dipping your toes into a new service. Um, and it's going to feel all of these things. So, um, being a wanderer, the positive, the easy side that we can all embrace and that it offers you this, like, sense of freedom. And that's something we all desire. I heard someone say recently, might even been you, it's not really like money, monetary wealth that we desire. It's the freedom that that monetary wealth creates. Mm -hmm. So this is a similar type of abundance that you feel in traveling is you have this expansive freedom and not being bound um, or judged by your past. No one knows you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Spaces around you. So it's almost like you have this freedom to paint your new, your new life here. So if that's been in your, um, you know, front forefront of thinking right now, you know, you have that joy and freedom to create the life and without those boundaries or confines of, of anybody being able to say, well, that's not you. I know you as this. So mm-hmm. but with great freedom comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So tread lightly. Mm-hmm. You're right. Without, without having those people who know you to say, but I know you as this, how can you be this? Um, You don't also have the people to say, well, Emily has all this experience and I know her. You don't have the fortification of people to be able to, to qualify you in something necessarily. So there's that little bit Mm -hmm. of a parachute (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, and it just really, you know, speaks to, again, you know, like Anthony Bourdain paying close attention to local customs and honoring them, or you might get shot by an actual army that's around you, like in his case. In his yeah, episode. he went to some like, pretty uh, unstable places. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, he relatively went through unscathed um, by honoring the traditions and the people, the actual people oh, yeah. for who they are. 
So this is speaking to you in this energy right now where you exist, really pay close attention to whom you're interacting and really see them for who they are. Like imagine you don't even speak the same language. So if you're crafting your um, marketing, really come from that conversation when you're crafting your marketing as if you're that wanderer and the people that you're marketing to are receiving um, you into their household. And so it's more of that like respect and like getting a sense of their energy and also making for that they making sure that they feel seen and heard and valued for who they are and that you are coming with good intentions. Yeah. So that's that authenticity mm-hmm. approaching mm-hmm. everything with, with authenticity because energy don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, and in the vein of service, you know, mm-hmm. how can you, yes, you will, you know, get paid for services rendered, but how can you, you know, not what am I getting out of this, um, this marketing, this sale, this interaction, but how can I best serve the potential I mean, client? It might even be with the energy of I'm giving you, I'm showing up with this, um, household gift. So when you go to a place that you don't know, you might bring them a a bottle of wine or a small gift to thank them for welcoming you into their home. You might be advertising with that, you know, here's a bonus. Um, Here's something to show my gratitude for allowing me to share this. Um, So in whatever that might look like in whatever realm anyone is is working in right now. Um, It's, it's a bit, this is a very auspicious energy to be in. And in fact, the future is looking really good too. Even though it says treading carefully, that doesn't mean. Right. Yeah, that um, doesn't mean. Yeah. There's no reason to be scared. And yeah. yeah, it's more from a place of just really being ultimately aware and using that awareness in a positive way. So channeling mm-hmm. all that hypersensitivity as being in a new land into something, like you said, that comes from your authenticity and graciousness. Um, it's a time of success, promotion, and reward is indicated here. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for anyone who's in and accessing this energy and using it in that way. Um, mm-hmm. As we come down a little bit further, so there's three changing lines. That means that these changes will be shifting and received rather um, rather quickly. It just means a, maybe you're going through some sort of transformation or uh, evolvement right now and whatever is in your mind. So holding that, um, however they, that may resonate. I feel this is more. We are going into springtime. So transformations and rebirths and all that Tis the season. Yes. It says when a stranger is in a strange place, (laughs) that being in that wanderer traveler energy, Um, no one has trust. So keep that in mind. Like the situation could become bad if you're not cultivating of that trust energy. Um, don't come with like a meddling or controversy. This isn't the time to bring in politics or things you know that are going to show I'm up. I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like show up to a, a bad, bad move when you're the, the new kid in town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sir, this is not a frat party. It's a mm-hmm. tea party. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Okay. <laughs> um, so don't be careless with those who are willing to help you. 
or you're going to lose their support. So really look around to your helpful people and be mindful of the assistance that they're offering. And then um, before we close it out, excuse me. Um, So the greatest assets of a traveler are modesty and a natural affection for people and mankind, even for those who are very different from you. So really, I think we talked about authenticity, but empathy of where people are meeting you from. A warm and open attitude should be cultivated. Whenever you find yourself in a new environment, you're going to benefit from that. And you're going to be more ambitious when you come from that energy as well. Um, And you might even have a travel companion in this wanderer energy as we're talking about conscious collaboration. So (laughs) I think if that resonates with you, um, kind of, you know, maybe meditate on that and think about who are your helpful people, where are they with you on the journey and really honoring and being receptive of that feedback, especially if you know and trust and like them in that um, it's, it's hard to find a good travel partner I found, um, you know, so yeah. <laughs> to that point in conscious collaboration, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that was not, that was, that was not like a, a similar, like a it's, recent it's me and you next time. <laughs> <laughs> if it's hard, it's hard to find a good travel partner. That's going to be showing up in your energy, because if you have a good travel partner, um, you're going to feel like you know, um, and I can reference my last vacation, like we would go out to um, go on a tour or something and be in a good energy. And then we would get bonuses within that tour, you know, like, Mm -hmm. Hey, I actually really like you guys. Let's y'all take you to these even more secret spots, not, and and not rob us. So it required a lot of trust, (laughs) but, you know, sharing their families, um, you know, really getting more on a personal level and exposing a lot more of the culture than um, had we been in um, different traveling energies that were that other people could pick up on. That's going to rattle trust, and sure. the overall experience it might suck, and they might want to get rid of you really fast. Mm-hmm. Like here's your what you paid for, bye. Um, mm-hmm. So choosing a good um, travel partner in your wandering journey, if that's in a conscious collaboration for business, is very very valuable. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll open a lot more doors for you. So um, again, I think this is really positive. It talks about treading carefully means that competent people find their way and make progress, even in difficult circumstances. So Mm -hmm. since you're in this good energy of the wanderer, maybe you might want to like think of Anthony Bourdain in your mind as you're moving through or crafting your marketing or coming up with your sales page, whatever that may be, if it's business. And I think in in interpersonal relationships, if what you're intending and what you're picking up on is more of um, a, a personal relationship journey, then you also want to think about, um, you know, how you're showing up in this new way and what that may mean. Are you being receptive of seeing someone in a new way or and vice versa? So again, it goes back to that that trust, whatever is being revealed it can be an interpersonal um, relationship journey to have this wanderer energy and treading carefully. So whichever resonates with you. Um, But remember, it's important to stay relatively humble. And um, well, and a person is having influence. One person is having an influence over a stronger one. And for this reason, 
you want to be really particularly careful mm-hmm. about what what you're receiving and accepting. Um, in the company of brash people, rushing wildly ahead will only bring mis- misfortune. Now is not a good time for taking initiative, rather. Um, it's it's better for getting by with a little grace and good humor. So don't be afraid to inject good humor, to raise the vibe, add some levity. Um, if you're getting to the, the level of discovery calls, um, you know, it's better to fail and take that step or express yourself in an authentic way um, than it is um, than, than it is not to try to make any progress. If you do feel like you failed, use a little levity and humor to soften it. So mm-hmm. it's totally possible. We all dip down sometimes, especially when we're trying something new. We all dip in towards that failure phase, or we felt like we fell on our face, or we stumbled, or we didn't say things in the words that we wanted, but use a little bit of humor um, mm-hmm. is going to help resolve resolve that for you very easily. Well, if you're going to be excellent at something, you have to suck at it sometimes. That's just the way mm-hmm. it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then like you suck a little less, less, you know, the mm-hmm. next time. It doesn't mean that if you suck at something that you're not going to succeed overall in the umbrella. Um, exactly. And you have you, to, like, you literally have to suck at it at times. <laughs> yes. In order to be good at it. Exactly. Is it always 10 times, you think? I didn't say 10 times. Oh, okay. Did I? I didn't say 10 times. Oh, okay. Because I was going to write that down. At, at times. At times. <laughs> oh, at times. Maybe okay. 10. Maybe that was a... I don't like... I don't like to suck at something 10 times, but, um, you know, so in this energy for the collective, anyone that's with us and listening to this Yijing reading right now, know that you're in a very positive energy. You're likely trying something new and stepping into some unknown territory. Pay close attention to whom's around you, your helpful people, those you're collaborating with, and those you're interacting with, and how are they presenting themselves. Um, we were talking in our, our pre-talk today, Emily, and not everyone is for us. So if someone is rejecting and dismissive and perhaps, um, what would the word be like, uh, uh, you know, putting you down in some way, um, it's, that doesn't mean, that doesn't open the door for you to try harder to convince them otherwise. Just let them go. No people pleasing, <laughs> no proving your value. Right. Yeah. Just find another door to knock on or uh, open the door or the window elsewhere. So I would say, Emily, are you picking up on any tips or um, anything in terms of alignment that we could leave people with in advice um, from our Yijing reading today? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think in terms of alignment and manifestation, um, this is the action part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if if you want, um, you do, of course, you do need to take your time for rest and recovery and just allowing and receiving. But also, if you want things to change, you have to change your environment and you have to be a wonder sometimes. So this is the nod to the action part of that. Ooh, I like that. 
Mm-hmm. I like, I like the wanderer energy and I'm going to, I'm going to look for these opportunities. I feel like this resonated with me in a lot of different ways, mostly, mostly business, some interpersonal, but um, I would say too, um, in the wanderer energy, uh, oh, and I, you always tell me this too, but in the wanderer energy, when you feel you're away from home, you might feel ungrounded or disconnected. Mm-hmm. How might we be able to um, correct that within our bodies so that we feel safe? Um, you know, certainly um, literally grounding. Mm-hmm. Put your bare feet on the ground. <laughs> um, I think I think that's going to be the literal best way to get mm-hmm. grounded. Um, you know, if you, and if you are literally traveling, um, mm-hmm. you know, connecting with the earth in, in that place, in that new place, I think is good, but any of your grounding practices, um, you know, root chakra focus meditations, strength training is very good for grounding. Uh, any yoga poses that have all four limbs on the ground, um, or that just have you focusing on the sensation of being uh, safe and secure in the earth below you. Um, I think red light therapy is very grounding, if not just yes. for the red color and the root chakra associations alone. So I like shout that out to Atapa for that. Um, yeah, any any of your sort of just uh, ground, normal grounding exercises and work would be good here. You know what I was thinking too, when you were talking about grounding and roots, I was thinking about those images of the trees that you sent me, um, too. Like, Oh yeah. All the, all the tree hugging. I do that. I do that in the park in front of the studio. I'll go out. I like that a lot. Because, um, sometimes, sometimes I don't have 10 minutes to stand out there um, barefoot and I'm not going to take my walks barefoot. So I'll go to the park. If I have a few minutes, take my shoes off and then like hug the, t- <laughs> hug the tree. Um, cause it gets trees. you like more bang for your buck. I don't know. That's how I feel. I if love you touch a tree, so you're, you're more grounded. <laughs> Perfect. And I think too, from like a, um, a feng shui perspective, I would say, This is the time to really, well, first of all, get into your center, your holistic health and wellness, like you said, to reinforce getting rest and, um, you know, nourishment of all mind, body, self and and spiritual is look to the center of your home and evaluate whether there's clutter there. um, You know, if there's good light that's reaching there, are there any blockages and then make a little bit of an intentional practice place something there of earth that's grounding. Maybe it's a crystal. Um, maybe it's something that's square shaped and spend some time really in meditation and think about the situation that we just talked about today and how you might go through that with a healthy wanderer spirit, a good traveling mm-hmm. spirit so that your opportunities will expand versus, um, you know, take your money and thank you. Bye. <laughs> And that's in the all in the actual center of your home with mm-hmm. all rooms included, right? All rooms included is where mm-hmm. we start, but you can also take a look at the center of any room. So if you do have a meditation mm-hmm. area in your room or your gym or whatnot, 
um, take a look at that space and maybe you spend some time. You know, I think it's funny, Emily, like when I was at the studio a few times and we did some, um, you know, moon ceremonies, we would go to the center of the room and mm. do our practices and our, our um, intention setting there. And that's, that's something that um, someone might be open to doing. Well, my another one of my clients who's done some um, visualization and meditation work with me for me says that there's uh, a big tree of life in the center of the studio, a juicy yeah. peach tree, juicy golden peach tree. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. Um, I think this has been fun. I think we should continue this inside of the Conscious Collaboration Collective on Facebook. And I want to hear what everyone's experiences may be or what came to mind as they heard the Yijing reading and if they have any insights on how they might be moving forward. Yeah. Um, so hit us up. Again, we look for your messages in on Instagram and inside of the Collective on Facebook. And Emily, this has been fun. It's been real as always. All right. I'll see you next time. All right, guys. Talk to y'all in five. Talk to you in five. Bye. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.